preview time. Footy and Frothy's Barney and Dag here with you as always to get stuck into round 23. We're on the final month of the competition proper. Uh, and yeah, some uh, clutch games coming up this weekend, Barn. Yeah, absolutely. There is um, another one where there'll be some sorting out, of, especially at the bottom end of the, the top eight. But uh, we'll start with PCTC. The leader of the PCTC is on 113 points at the moment. That is Proudy. The best of the footy and frothy's crew is Jen Jen. She is 14th overall and first in our competition on 106. Joined with uh, Ra434 on 106. And then we drop away to third in our competition, J-Dogs on 102, tied with Jay Keith. Beaver's one point away, and then we go a long way down to the bottom. <laughs> Good friend GT floating around 38th position overall, 7th in the footy and frothies comp. Dagstar, he's had a couple of good weeks, put on some put on some points and made a bit of a break up the up the table. He's currently now 53rd overall, 11th in the footy and frothies competition on 97 points. I'm going as bad as I always have. I'm on 89 points. And running 71st out of 73 positions, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Followed by the bottom two that are one, one and four points, one and three points away from me, respectively, and both in our Footy Brothers competition as well. So. Good as gold, eh? Uh, anything, what else do you want to talk about here? Super coach? I've, I've been putting sixes and sevens together too, mostly. Yeah, it's always nils and ones at the start anyway. of the year. Which, so is uh, everybody else. Which are the yeah, problem. the ones and twos at the start of the year. <laughs> Turns out Nothing it's for a, us. a long season. Well, super coach is pretty much done now. If you've got more than three or four trades left, you're probably wasting your trades. <clears throat> um, you know, if you want to hang on to one or two for the back end of the year, but most teams should be pretty much done. You're really only looking at maybe bringing in one or two guns to fill out the, the, the end of your team for this last four or five weeks of the Super Carriage competition. I'm pretty much set. I'm just looking to bring in uh, either a hooker or a um, maybe a fullback just to top up the rest of my team and spend a little bit of money that I've got. And I'll keep one or two trades for the rest of the season. But, yeah, your team probably should have been set for four or five weeks ago, realistically. Oh, that's what I was doing wrong. Uh, at least I've got, uh, yeah, I've got, uh, <laughs> 15 or 16 of them should have been set. Yeah, no, close enough. Uh, I've got Dana in the, uh, draft, our draft grand final this week, actually. So, ah, very good. That's something. Made it through. Got dispensed of GT on the weekend. Mm -hmm. Let's see. Yeah. Very good. Uh, so Dana and I clash again, which is good. Uh, he'll, we'll get him back next year to do the super coach preview again. He was pretty good this year, actually. Uh, yeah, GT actually, um, you've done well there. He um, obviously bad week. He missed a few Warriors players, which <laughs> sort of put his team on the back foot. But um, his yeah. overall classic team, he's in the top fifteen hundred now. I'm pretty sure of the competition. Yeah, so flying, oh well, good on him. Uh, we I just need just to go back quickly to PCTC. Those wondering what it is, it's our well, our tipping partners, for lack of a better term. Gaz and the crew there do a great job uh, via social media of running cash and free tipping comps. Uh, if you like your horse racing, you can take Barn and I on the Spring Carnival tipping comp kicks off this Saturday. Uh, PCTC horse race, uh, if you put in PCTC tipping, all the options will pop up, but keep an eye out for the uh, Spring Carnival. Uh, it goes from this week all the way through to the end of Melbourne Cup week, uh, and you can take us on, and obviously we will run our tipping through them again next footy season, so get on board and... Uh, Beat us as well. Hunters, hunters, tipping, hunters challenge, tipping challenge, 
That's the one. Punters challenge tipping comps. Yep. You find all, everything he runs there, runs just about every competition for every sport. <laughs> no he does have everything there, under so. the sun there. I had to step out of the Lithuanian lawn bowls because it was just getting too much, but everything else <laughs> is pretty good. Uh, as is this round of Rugby League, where it kicks off on Thursday night at the SCG with the Roosters holding, uh, hosting even the Seagulls. Uh, Egan Butcher's out. Sia Wong starts... And Drew Hutchinson comes back onto the bench with Jake Turpin dropping out of the 17 for now. Uh, Radley Locke and uh, Nathan Brown on the bench there with May and Baker. For Manly, Ruben Garrick is still at one. Uh, I don't know why I had to tell everyone that. You should know that because Toyo is not there. <laughs> ben Trevojevic is back uh, with Tuapalutu out. Uh, Vega comes onto the wing Sean Kepi goes out of the squad. How are we starting this one? Well, this is a 50-50 game for mine. Um, obviously, I do like the Roosters forward pack to probably get an edge on this manly side, but at their best, they can compete and um, maybe even get a slight edge out of the, out of the forward battle. For mine, this one's going to come down to execution out of the halves, and from what I've seen out of Cleary... Santa Smith's been quite good without being a, a dominant first-grade half at the moment, but the man who's been relied on for the entirety of the year, especially with the, the, the kicking game and all the rest of that kind of stuff, has been Kiri, and he's been missing for big parts of it. I've really liked what I've seen out of Cherry Evans for the entirety of the season. Schuster's last two weeks have actually been uh, pretty decent considering some of the efforts he's put in earlier in the year. They lose nothing with Tui Palutu going out and Vega coming in. Um, and yeah, there's some good matchups in these outside backs as well. Uh, bit concerned about how they haven't been going right to Manu and Suwali. If they, if they rectify that, this could be a, a decent win to the Roosters, but I'm, I'm going to stick with form at the moment. And I, I think, um, that Saab cooler edge with Garrick getting sniffing in and around there as well could provide enough points for Manly to win. 1-12, to 12, DCE's kicking game uh, be a big part of them winning that and gets him the man of the match, in my opinion. And I've just got a funny feeling, Olukawatu at the start of the year was scoring tries for fun, and recently he's been getting a little bit more involved on that edge, so I'm going to go for him first try scorer. Everything you said, I don't have a single issue with, and you're probably right. I am going to tip the Roosters, though. Uh, I just have a feeling... Well, last time they met, this is where it went down to last minute, wasn't it, where... um. It, uh, they had the play right at the death there to, to get home, the Roosters. But I just have a feeling if Roosters can bring the physicality they've had the last couple of weeks, they can really bash this uh, manly forward back uh, and set them up uh, or set at least enough of a platform for the backs to get involved. Uh, the key is, like you said, getting some clean early ball to Manu. I don't recall him touching it at all on the weekend. The week before he touched it twice, I think it was two a couple of tries came from it. I think there has to be something out there for him uh, and some intent to do so. Going to say man of the match, actually going to go with Lindsay Collins. I think that is that forward battle. If they can win that, it's going to lay a great platform. And the the props have both been really good in the last month or so. Uh, First try scorer, Tupo. Over old mate coming in there, uh, Tuimalu Vega. Uh, we didn't mention in the review, congratulations to him. He is now the all-time Sydney Roosters leading try scorer. Correct. Took over Mini. So a well-deserved, fantastic player for a very long time. 
Six o'clock, the Titans, let's see if they can springboard off what they produced against the Cowboys as they host the Warriors at Seabus. AJ Brimson has been cleared of any injury, but no Jojo for feeder. Aaron Shoup comes into the back line. Uh, still no Tino. And the Warriors are coming off the bye, and they are unchanged from the team that did the job two weeks back. Sadly, no springboard here. I think the Warriors uh, freshened up just the right time. I think they're going to be physical. Uh, and while uh, a lot of that Titans forward pack will match them for a while, I think they will uh, wear them down eventually. And that'll start opening up some point scoring options for those big outside backs. Uh, first try scorer. I'm actually going to have Mitch Barnett. I know they've been hitting uh, your Fords and Blakes, but uh, he's been pretty good and might get deserved, might uh, just pop off Egan there and get on the board first. Our 13 plus Warriors, man of the match. Uh, let's go with, well, a lot of this, if it is, is going to be through the middle and uh, Fenua Blake is going to be part of each and every minute, well, not each and every minute, 65 minutes of it. Uh, I dare say him and Torhu are going to be amongst the points when we talk about it. What have you made of this? Pretty much exactly the same as you, mate. Um, Titans are going to have to be twice as good as they were in the middle to get the dominance that they, they managed to get on this weekend just gone. Um, and I can't see that happening. Uh, fresh and firing in the middle of the field. The likes of Barnett, Fanua Blake, Torhu Harris. It's been hobbling around now for what, six to eight weeks. <laughs> Hopefully the, the week and a half off might have freshened his knees up a little bit and get him through to the end of the season. But um yeah, I, I can see the Warriors winning and winning well by the back end of this game with the likes of um, Rocco Berry and Z Dallin Wateni Zalesniak causing some huge problems out wide for some of these uh, Titans who we know aren't the strongest defenders out there. So I'm going Warriors 13 plus. I'm going to go Torhu Harris, man of the match. As I said, a little freshen up, get him back in. And um, he's been fantastic on one leg. So if he's got a half, another half a leg, then <laughs> he might even be better again. And I'm going to go with Ford, first try scorer. They really like that short ball on the left there for Jackson Ford. So Absolutely, they do. Uh, we got a cracker at Bluebet Stadium on Friday night as the Panthers host the Storm. Uh, Zach Hostings has been named at centre right now with Peachy injured. I wonder how much of that, given Tango's on the extended list, I wonder if that's all a bit of um, funny business and we get Tango back. I haven't seen any confirmation one way or another. Uh, Salmon on the bench, Sonny Luke on the bench. Uh, for the Storm, Nelson Asafa Solomona is back uh, on the edge. Eisenhuth goes back to the bench. Uh, and Katoa is... Uh, oh, was back last week, so I'm just trying to read through any other news. And Ryan Pappenhausen does return in reserve in Queensland Cup this week. So interested to see what happens there. Uh, did, we we didn't touch on this review as well. Are the Storm a genuine threat this year? Should we be paying them more respect or are they about where we think they are? First time I've seen them be as explosive in the middle of the field as they were on this weekend that's just gone. And they're, they're going to need that up against these top teams. Uh, if they can continually produce that kind of performance in the middle of the field, helped with Nelson coming back in here. But if Welsh and King uh, can put their nose to the grindstone and Harry tackles everything that's moving in the middle of the field, they are a genuine threat. Um, we haven't seen it that often this year was, is the only sort of thing that worries me. The fact that 
we haven't really seen it and they're still what fourth <laughs> it just tells you how how good a system club that yeah. they are um i think some of the some of these stronger teams may just be able to control the middle enough and um have have a slight edge in the outside backs uh, the likes of seve and tonomapia you do know have have a few um issues in in defense and um they they cough up the ball a few a couple of times as well um Pappenhausen back in would make a big difference as well. Uh, just the, that extra pace. and But you still don't even know if the run, bloke can run in a straight line properly yet. So I'd yeah. imagine he would be running. Otherwise, he wouldn't be yet. playing reserve grade. But, um, yeah, he's, I'd say he's still probably got a bit of a way to go to come back. They're as good a chance as any. Um, they could beat just about anybody. But Penrith at their best is going to – I can't – yeah. Who beats Penrith at their best? Warriors, Broncos, and Storm are probably the only three that do have a chance, and they would have to play outstanding. Uh, Warriors so. and Brisbane are as close as I can come up with, and that would be a uh, hell, that would be an hell of an effort from them. This game normally they seem to run into each other around this time most years, and Melbourne seemed to get away with it. I don't know That's what true. it is, but it always seems to happen. So it wouldn't surprise me if it happened again here. But I am going to tip Penrith one to twelve. Off the back of what you said with the halves last week, they were in sublime form. Add Yo into that and some of the impact that these forwards make out from this Penrith team. I think they'll just be a little bit too strong in the middle and then that field is out wide by the end of the game. Brian Toto, first try scorer, man of the match, Yo and Panthers 1-12. to I think this is a good game for a long time. That being said, I'm going to tip Penrith 13+. plus. I think the, the specials here, I think... Uh, they can put on 12 or like a good 14, 16 points. Uh, maybe not till late though. But I think once they blow them open, I think that'll be it for for Melbourne. And you've mentioned those outside backs. Uh, the uh, your, your Crichtons of the world, um, now Luai and Sorensen are also linking up, are now quite scary for, for both of those. Uh, I don't think either of those uh, centres would be anywhere near first choice uh, if they were full strength. For Melbourne, and uh, I can see Storm starting fast. We can see Storm almost scoring first here, or, or well, potentially scoring first here, and the initial onslaught having Penrith on the back foot. But we've seen they just bunker down, get through that first twenty, and then once they get into their work, it uh, you know, they get back on even keel and then find a way. Uh, so that all being said, that the way the way they will find a way is on the back of Nathan Cleary's kicking game. I give him man of the match, and I'm going to say the first try scorer is Stephen Crichton out there, uh, in what will be a comprehensive effort just to confirm what we all thought. That said, that is a very good point, and they have Melbourne have ended runs in recent years of um of it's either it's either been Melbourne or Parra that knock knock Penrith off their perch around this time, so. Interested to see. Queensland Country Bank Stadium hosts the first of the Saturday games at 3 o'clock as the Cowboys take on the Broncos uh, which in a game which sees uh, Val Holmes out for the four matches as... Did we touch on that yet? He's out. He failed. No, we he's haven't appeal, mentioned it. So, yeah, he failed his appeal. Uh, so he's going to miss four games. It's a big out in... As we said, that is not a good four games to be missing. Uh, Zach Labert is most likely to come in... And Reese Robson still nursing his way back from a head knock, but has been named. 
Uh, Griffin Neem is back on the bench, as is Helam Lukey. Maybe Bri- not in the 22, though. Uh, who is on the? Uh, who have they got there? You might, you could, because well, Holmes comes out, so there is a spot they for him to come in. in. Potentially, I but, guess you're looking uh, at Felt or uh, Brendan Elliott. Elliott. Yeah, Felt. Yeah. So they're, they're, that'd be the most likely two if it's not Labert. Uh, for Brisbane, Jesse Arthur's is back on the wing, and Palacia is back on the interchange bench. Uh, Willison and Mariner make room for those two. Jordan Ricky named in a 22, so we'll see how far away he is. I assume he's either in this week or next week. Uh, are there any hope here now, the Cowboys? I imagine so. Depends if you want to um, wipe the slate clean. Uh, <laughs> forget about last week. They've got a forward pack that can go with Brisbane. I don't think they can go with them for long enough, though. Um, we've seen that Brisbane's forward efforts generally last the span of about 60 minutes and it's generally pretty pretty physical in there so I can see a couple of these guys getting spat out the back by the end of that 60 minute period with the likes of McLean and Hess and uh, a couple of other cohorts coming off the bench so I'd expect Brisbane to win and win quite comfortably by the end of this game would imagine it's a dry track uh, that only suits Brisbane even more oh yeah they wouldn't have had one for a long given the state of Suncorp this season <laughs> Drink water is obviously the big um, X factor for, for the Cowboys and how the, the Broncos are able to defend him will depend on how far the margins get apart from each other, I would imagine. But I am going to stick with the Broncos 13+. plus. I think uh, the likes of Reese Walsh, Cobo and Adam Reynolds will be the keys to this game. If it's not Adam Reynolds' man of the match, it'll be Reese Walsh, and that's who I'm going to go with. And I'm going to go with Cobo first try scorer. I'm going Brisbane thirteen plus. I think they're another team now that's about to just put their foot down and get you know really stamp their potential minor premiership credentials. Uh, uh, <clears throat> Ford pack will dominate. They will um, bash them out of this. And if their line speed and energy is what it was last week, uh, we'll see a couple of these Fords rack up 150, 200 meters, led by Haas, who will be man of the match. Uh, first try scorer, I'm going to go with Herbie out there, uh, continuing his red-hot form. And, uh, yeah, that's all I've got to say. I think this could be a blowout late. And uh, all of those back, all of those Brisbane backs uh, can get involved in the points. 5.30, we're over in Perth for a double header, where, firstly, the Dolphins are the home team on paper against the Newcastle Knights. Nicarima goes to the centres now with Ewan Aitken out and Milford comes into six. Uh, Lemuelu has been named but is waiting to just be cleared from his head knock. Isaiah Katoa comes into the 17. Uh, unchanged team for the Newcastle Knights. No sign of Daniel Saifidi just yet. Uh, if we get the teams that turned up last week, I think Newcastle continues their runs. I think they hit them at the right time. Uh, yeah, it'll be this will be physical early. If they can hang with that, once uh, these Newcastle backs start going to work, uh, there could be points and lots of them. I think this could be play out very similarly to how the Canberra game played out last week. Actually, uh, has a yep. similar feel. Going to go with uh, Ponga man of the match. Keep the run going. Uh, being involved there, he'll be swinging both sides of the field on the back of his halfback and first try scorer. We'll go with Bradman Best as well. 13 plus. This will be a show.
I'm going with everything that you've just said. I can't see it being any different. The we have mentioned that the forward pack for the Dolphins have looked like they've been running on running out of gas a little bit. They would really need to dominate the middle uh, quite convincingly to be able to get the their outside backs into this game, I would imagine, uh, and really slow down that attacking speed from the Knights. That being said, if they can drag the drag the middles down and slow down the the attacking line speed of the Knights, that's a they'll go a big part of the way of winning the game. But I just can't see it happening there. The back line has been super slick for Newcastle recently, and I'm going to go with same with you, Ponga man of the match. Knights won 13 plus, but I'm going to go the other side of the field. I think they'll go right this time for Dominic Young to score the first try. The main event is absolute clutch. They go over to Perth to have this, uh, what could be a season-defining game for Souths and the Sharks. For the Rabbitohs, Burgess comes into the starting team at the moment. Uh, Cheekham also comes in. Selle is injured. Host goes back to the bench. Talis Duncan comes onto the bench. With no Will Kennedy, Connor Tracy is the new fullback. And uh, Molotalo is back. Uh, for a couple of super coaches who have been sweating on his whereabouts. <laughs> Jesse Calhoun is on the bench as well, and Confuci goes out of the 17. You got some hope here, Barn, or not? Bringing Confuci out of the 17, that's interesting. Um, I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down swinging with him. And tip, <laughs> I'm that far behind in the tipping comp. I'm going I'm to tip my team. And I'm going to do another stupid tip in a couple of games as well. <laughs> Just we to be, add to it. Yeah, we might be thinking but, about the same one. Um, I think the Sharks are a hope here. Uh, obviously, Souths haven't dominated the middle of the field over anybody recently. Sharks haven't either. But um, that's, they're going to need to be very good in the middle of the field to slow down the Rabbits. Uh, I expect them to try and put a, a lot of pressure on Walker in this game, get up in and get in his face and try to stop that ball getting out wide. Uh, because if they don't, there could be danger sides and the likes of Graham Tass and adding Alex Johnson and Latrell Mitchell out wide, they could cause a hell of a lot of problems for the Sharks. They've got it in them. It hasn't been in them for four or six weeks, but this is do or die stuff. If you can't get inspired off what McGuinness put it, the effort that McGuinness put in last week and go out of your way to exhaust yourself and leave everything out in the field in this one, uh, then... You don't deserve to be in the eight, and they probably don't and won't be in the eight, but I'm going to tip them anyway. One to 12. Sharks, man of the match, Nakora. I think if, any, if anything's going to happen, it'll be just going back to that simple line running and breaking open an edge uh, with Nakora scoring a try or two and Mulatalo, first try scorer on the left. I feel like Souths are ripe for the plucking. I don't know if Sharks are in the right Vein of form to be plucking. plucking. <laughs> uh, can yes. You, can you pluck rabbits? 100%. Skin rabbits. Anyway, <laughs> no. uh, they, uh, I'm I'm going to go, I don't think this, I've got a feeling this might be a that good of a game, but I'm going to go with the Bunnies 1 to 12, uh, and it's going to be on the back of some key touches from Latrell Mitchell. I think second up now, yeah. had the run. Uh, he gets involved where he needs to, and you know, as you've said, they're a two-try better team uh, with him there, and they will win That's everything this I expect. by at least two <laughs> tries. Well. So there, there it is. Uh, I think uh, him getting involved and just um, being able to isolate Talakai, maybe open up some gaps out there, 
uh, becomes quite scary and it brings Tess and Johnston into the game. I'm going to go with, I've called it once earlier in the year, I'm going to go with again, Tom Burgess' first try, barging over under the post to kick them off. And uh, I have not much more to add. Mitchell, man of the match. And uh, the Sharks can start planning their 2024 after this one. Uh, Sunday kicks off with the Eels at Combank hosting the Dragons. Dylan Brown's back. They can use him. Uh, he's Absolutely they can. Uh, back at 5'8", obviously, with uh, Lumi Lumi also coming under the wing for Waka Blake. Uh, Offen Galway, Madison and Lusick all start in this game. So they've gone back to, I guess, their experience there. Uh, mm. And Andrew Davey goes back to the bench. Brendan Hand's been dropped 18th man at the moment. And Offahiki Ogden goes out of the squad as well. Warrior McGregor uh, is back onto the bench with Makatoa. So they do have some size, which they definitely need after last week. The Dragons uh, are uncha- were unchanged. Jack DeBellin is now out, which suggests we might see someone like a uh, a Couchman or I suppose Jack Bird looks obvious. Here to Jack come back Bird in. might jump in there. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the way they line up. DePara bounce back. I think so. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if they did it, uh, it with quite a fashion, to be honest. Um, another one, game season on the line, really need it. Dylan Brown couldn't come back at a better time. Well, last week probably would have been a better time for him to come back. But, um, yeah, absolutely needed. I think that will provide more than enough points for this Dragon side. I think, I think the Dragons might have enough in them in the middle just to keep it close enough so it only ends up 1-12. to 12. But that being said, it could also just be a complete demolition job from Parramatta. Uh, it depends which Dragons turn up. If they turn up as committed as they were last week, I'm going to stick with Parramatta 1-12. to 12. Man of the match, Mitchell Moses. I think it'd be one of those games where he can get on the back of his forwards, doing enough work, uh, kick, kick them to death and set up a try or two. And I'm going to go with Gutherson to score the first try. You haven't left much for me there. I agree with what you said. Uh, I think that the default back to size uh, will be the difference here and that can just lay the better platform for them to, to deal with the Dragons. Uh, look, the Dragons, if they're going to trouble them, it'll be the outside backs that trouble me. Sorely, Lomax, you know, trying to... Uh, we know all of all of those four can concede points on the parasite. So that if there is going to be yeah, uh, somewhere to target, it will be through them. But... Uh, I do think this they, they go try and keep it simple and try and just knock the front door down. Uh, and I agree, Mitchell Moses will be the beneficiary and will be man of the match. I'm going to go with, uh, let's go Penasini first try because you've already stolen Gutho from me. I'm going to go 13 plus. I think this can uh, blow out late too if Para do get their shit together. I think there's real danger signs if, well, if there's not already, if they don't. Uh, and we wrap up down in Canberra. With the Canberra Raiders hosting the Tigers, where Jordan Rappenar moves to fullback, with Seb Chris going to the centres, Nick Kotrick to the wing, uh, with Croker being injured. Uh, Tom Starling is dropped, and Adrian Trevelyan is the new man on the bench. Uh, for the Tigers, they're missing Stefano and Sean Bloor, which is not ideal. Uh, Alex Twile starts, and we get to see Justin Matamua, who we've been waiting, or well, I've been waiting all year to see he's spent a lot of time not doing much at all um simpkins and kapoa are on the bench apparently there's injury cloud over dane laurie which uh obviously leaves probably will smith to come back in at six i assume we've seen the last 
of um, Wakem in Tiger's Colours for ever. Um, I don't like those two forwards being out because I am no, very, very tempted either. to tip an upset here. I, I think, as you've said, I think Canberra are starting to just feel tired and old. Uh, am I mad enough to do it? Yes, I'm going to tip them. I'm going to regret it the whole game and probably lose by a space. But uh, I think Tigers have found whatever they can consider a modicum of form over the last couple of weeks. Uh, Appy coming back in has been fantastic, and I'm going to tip him for man of the match. Uh, my big fear is those forwards matching them, uh, and if I'd almost be super keen should they, we have Stefano and um, Bloor. But uh, I'm going to go first try scorer with uh, Junior Tupo. Uh, it was pretty good last week in the centres and can be good again. Uh, Tigers in Golden Point. Let's go with that. Yeah, um, I didn't. I didn't even look at the team list. I didn't realise uh, Stefano was out, which is a massive one, mm. and um, Sean Bloor as well. I think the starting forward pack can hold Canberra, if not better them, for the large amount of time that they're on the field, uh, which leans me towards the Tigers. I really want to see him just fucking zing the ball around and play, try to play a bit of touch footy when it gets out wide because if their best opportunity here is to try and score more points than Canberra can. And if they can get some one-on-ones with the likes of um, Chris, Kotrick, Tomoko out wide, um, they can they can score. If they can get three or four tries, I'm not sure Canberra can, can get them back. Um if you know the Tigers can play controlled enough to keep Canberra down their end and make them do all the hard stuff and you know all the, all the stuff the Tigers haven't done all year, but fuck it, I'm going to tip the Tigers one to twelve. I'm going to go Jerome Jerome Buller, man of the match. I think he'll get a try involvement and probably set one up. And I'm going to go with you with Junior Tupu to score the first try. Um, interesting that Chris has gone back into the centres with Rapana on to at fullback, but um, yeah. So, yeah, well, um, yeah. I th- assume it's lack of other centre options rather than any knock on Chris, but uh, mm. he does. Coruscant in the middle of the field will have a big bearing on the way this game's played as well. And if, um, yeah, if they can control the middle for 40 or 50 minutes, I think the Tigers can actually spring an upset at the back end of this game. So. Awesome. Uh, punning disaster class. What do you got for us, Barn? Have to give me a minute. I haven't found anything yet. All right. All righty. Barney's had his quick minute. What is his quick minute resulted in uh, for the punters? Probably another minus fifty dollars, to be honest. But <laughs> um, at the moment, we're sitting minus seven sixty for yourself, minus six forty nine and fifty cents for me. I've come up with Newcastle Warriors Broncos, all thirteen plus. That'll get you seventeen dollars. I'm going to have thirty dollars on that. Manly Cronulla and the Tigers, all head to head, thirty-six dollars and fifty cents. Have ten bucks on that, and they're going to have ten dollars on Gutherson first try score at eight dollars fifty. I'm going to throw fifty bucks on a four-leg multi. I'm going to go with Penrith minus a line, which is nine and a half. Brisbane minus a line, which is three and a half, and which is uh, very, very coverable by the Broncos. Uh, the Knights, I might actually just have a good bet on that straight out, but it's a different story. Uh, Knights minus nine and a half to cover that, and the Tigers plus 12 and a half to cover that line. 50 on that will return about 
644 and change. What has got you frothing uh, this weekend, David? There's some some interesting games this weekend. I'm not overly enamoured by many of them, to be honest. Penrith Storm is going to be a brilliant matchup, obviously. Um, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the Broncos on a dry deck, to be honest, mm. and the Cowboys for that matter. I know Val Holmes isn't there, but drink water and there's a couple of nice outside backs there that could cause a few problems for the Broncos. And I, I'm expecting to see some really nice flowing football on a dry track out there on Saturday afternoon between the Broncos and the Cowboys. You watch it piss down rain now. <laughs> yes, that's how it always happens. Uh, there is, is there potential for rugby league chaos this week? Maybe Sunday again. That could be a sicko mm-hmm. Sunday if there's going to be anything there. Uh, what uh, has got me frothing is premiership credentials. I think those three that I mentioned as the three main hopes, Brisbane, the Warriors, and of course Penrith, can all put on a show and really uh, put the sword to some competition. Is pretenders a fair word? Yes, it is. I wouldn't call the Storm pretenders, but maybe the other two. <laughs> or seeing one of them get knocked off and we've got something to talk about next week. Yeah, Absolutely. Anything else? No, mate. All righty. Time for bed, I yeah. think. Thanks, buddy. Uh, good to see you smiling, <laughs> David. Keep it up. See you, mate. I will I'll uh, do my best. We'll be back next uh, Tuesday night to do this all again from the Grey Gums Hotel or, or some such similar venue. And, uh, yeah, check out all the good stuff on socials, buy some gear, and we'll talk soon. Catch you guys. Night, everyone.